Greetings and welcome to another edition of the AUHSD Future Talks. I'm your host, Michael Matsuda, superintendent of the Anaheim Union High School District. And as our 7,000 plus podcast listeners know, this show is all about the future of education, future of work, future of careers for our young people. And we're so lucky to have an amazing array of experts uh, from teachers, even students, to uh, college presidents and school deans and business uh, CEOs. And we have many of our own talent in-house as well, including our very own Scott Rendell, our guest today. Say hi, Scott. Hi, Mike. Uh, Thanks for having me. It's, uh, It's an honor to be here. And Scott is our coordinator for 21st Century Career Readiness. We usually start with um, what is your driver, Scott, and give us a little background on how you ended up with this wonderful position. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I, um, you know, I've been with Anaheim Union High School District for about 15 years now. I started my career as an English teacher, and kind of what drove me to become an English teacher at the time was I had worked my way through college. So I. Um, after graduating high school, went to Fullerton College, wonderful community college experience, um, wanted to major in English just because I was pretty good at communication skills and uh, reading and writing and, and all those things. Um, but I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with it. And I needed to pay my way through college. So I had worked um, throughout my college career. It actually took me until um, about age 28 to, uh, to graduate with my bachelor's degree. And during that time, I had a chance to work uh, for companies like Home Depot, I worked for small companies. I worked in purchasing. I worked in sales. I, I did a variety, a variety of jobs, and I kind of got a, a taste for the the workplace. And I think what ultimately drove me back to education was just noticing uh, that people struggled in their careers, that they didn't have those communication skills, that they couldn't sell their ideas uh, to their boss, if they couldn't ask for a raise, if they couldn't uh, go after that promotion, um, you know, to try or to even to just try and make their company better. And I really came back to education and wanted to be an English teacher to, to help um, students with that and, and to start early and, and help them with those those skills. And it goes, of course, beyond communication to, to, to collaboration and creativity and all those things as well. But uh, I spent about 10 years as an English teacher. I taught the uh, AVID elective class as well, which is our uh, college prep elective. And I had applied for a, uh, a district um, job as a curriculum specialist and didn't get that particular position. But our uh, former director over overseeing career education, Diane Donnelly, had noticed kind of what drove me, right? And, and she said, have you heard about career technical education? And um, yeah, I ended up uh, applying for a position as a curriculum specialist overseeing career technical education and didn't know anything about it going in, um, but it, it really uh, has become my bread and butter and something I, I'm a firm believer in as, as uh, such a great way to prepare our students uh, for their futures and hopefully finding finding work that's meaningful to them, which I, I've been lucky, lucky enough to do uh, myself. Yeah, that's quite a, a journey, Scott. Um, I think you, you touched on, on a number of things that um, kind of reflect how careers have evolved and are evolving, right? Because you and I have talked earlier about how back in the old days, right, uh, especially with education, it's pretty much a lifelong career, but we know that that's not the case anymore. Could you uh, expand on what that means? 
Yeah, I think for our students going out into the to the working world, um, there are there are less and less of those positions where you can just kind of jump into a job and, and hold that job for many years. And uh, really having that focus on the five C's that, that we talk about many times on this podcast that we talk about as a district, you know, creativity, collaboration, critical thinking, um, communication, uh, all, all those pieces. Um, those are the things that are going to that can sustain students through uh, a variety of careers. They, it can help them grow within their career. They can advance further uh, in those companies and organizations. But having that those five C's plus that adaptability and resilience to to find your way out in the working world uh, is so critical to our students. And uh, you know, those are the things that that we hope to prepare them for. So you know, let's uh, let's take the audience on the journey of growth for CTE and, and especially our AIM program, which now is this, has all these uh, statewide accolades. Um, could you, um, you know, just reflecting on those early days, because people say, well, how did you build this program to where you have over 80 corporate and nonprofit partners and thousands of kids involved and, you know, all kinds of uh, career pathways how did it start? How did the AIM program start? And then how does that connect to these career pathways? Yeah, absolutely. So the, the AIM program started um, actually at the at the request of our students. We had students from Anaheim High School uh, go down to the Anaheim City Council and uh, ask for more from education. Um, there, had, there had been uh, a police shooting here in Anaheim. There had been you know, violence and uh, things weren't going well for Anaheim, and and students uh, were asking for more from education. And what they asked for was not prepping for the test. It was we want those mentoring and internships. We we need to have a, a positive uh, outlook for our future. And um, so, uh, thanks to your leadership, Superintendent Matsuda and our former uh, Mayor Tom Tate, um, City of Anaheim Mayor. Um, you reached out to the business community and and asked them to come on board, and uh, they did. They came on board. Uh, Kaiser Permanente was our first partner, and uh, launched with a mentoring series, and it it really grew from there. And uh, when I came into this position, Aim was Aim was a couple years old, and um, we we had many business partners. There, it was growing at that time, uh, but it's continued to grow, and I think it's because our uh, our business partners are on board with the mission around the five C's. They, they see what we're doing as critically important. Um, they, you can't just have an employee who's, who's just good at their job. They need to have the ability to collaborate. They need to have the, the character and ethics um, to, to guide their decisions in the right way and make those, make those um, you know, sound choices. And so I, I think through word of mouth and uh, through starting to see themselves as partners in education, uh, the AIM program has been able to grow to over 80 business partners. You know, there there was a point, though, where the mindset of the business CEOs changed because initially it was more like sort of philanthropy. Well, we're going to help out these low-income kids, you know, mostly kids of color. But over time, it's evolved to where hey, these are amazing kids or um, we can potentially hire them in our own businesses. What what is was going on in terms of the the internship experience? Because, you know, you think about it just focused on changing our kids mindset, but it also changed some of our corporate partners mindset. Could you could you tell us how that happened and what what do you think happened in their thinking? 
Yeah, I what I noticed early on in in um, attending our AIM events and and interacting with students, and then also with the business partners, was that um, interacting with our students really it, it brought meaning to that day for the for the business that was participating. They they really started you know to see a positive impact that they could make uh, you know beyond kind of going into work and kind of completing their work. But I think along the way as well, I think over the last uh, five six years. Orange County has realized that we're losing kids. Like we have, we have kids who graduate from some of our great universities here in Orange County, but then they go off and work in Silicon Valley or they go work in another state. And uh, I think our business partners have realized we have great talent right here in Orange County, and it's it's in the interest of our business community to develop that talent and to keep that talent here in Orange County. We have you know, such great technological firms. It was such a great economy here in Orange County. Um, but I don't know that our students realize it. And I think our business partners are recognizing, hey, we need to, we need to uh, be a part of this uh, educational movement. So the other thing I think what I've appreciated with you and um, your team is you, you vet the businesses. I mean, there are a lot of businesses now that come to us and they, they might be interested in, in internships. Um, because our kids are not just, they're not doing Xeroxing, let's put it that way. I mean, these are meaningful jobs. How, do you, how does that, could you describe how that process works in terms of working with corporate on making these uh, meaningful internships for them? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, our, our team, so, you know, MJ Cook is our director of the AIM program. Patty uh, Hatcher works on the AIM team as well. We work with the businesses to make sure they understand the outcomes of, of the internship and we're looking for alignment around that that vision of developing students' growth in the five C's, in hopefully their technical skills as well, the you know skills that they they can bring to the job, um, and then helping students explore and, and find their voice, find their purpose, and so so a lot of that is education along the way. The other piece that's been critical for us is having our internship coordinators. We have a fantastic team of coordinators that work with the businesses, meet with them prior to the internship go through some of the goals and outcomes that that the, that we're looking for that students are looking for and really make sure that experience is worthwhile to the students and they're they're checking on uh, you know with with the businesses throughout the internship um, and so on but uh, but it's yeah it's an entire process I think it's it's about alignment around the goals and outcomes of the internship and and of course you know we're we're making sure that the students aren't there, um, like you said, to, to make copies or to, uh, you know, do those sort of road tests. We want them to have a professional experience so they can kind of, they can see that longer term goal for themselves that they're not going to see necessarily in an entry level position. How are, I mean, um, have we had a chance to really look at sort of longitudinal data um, about how successful the kids are, at least uh, maybe correlating these internships which generally occur in their summer of their junior year, right? Sometimes uh, I know you, you're extended now during the school year, but uh, correlating that to, let's say, grades or absenteeism or other indicators of school success or failure. Yeah, absolutely. Our students who uh, who participate in the internship, uh, we've looked at their graduation rates. We've looked at, at their A through G completion rates, which is their uh, measure of their college readiness. Uh, we've also looked um, where since the program's been around uh, long enough at their 
college going rates and college persistence into that second year. So those, those are some of the things we can look at. And it's, you know, it's above average <clears throat> in each of those categories. So they <clears throat> definitely are um, succeeding in, in those particular measures. Uh, we are also in the process of developing an alumni program where we can start to hear those stories back from students because it's, it is hard to track out to out into the career world, um, you know, kind of that, that part of their success. But in terms of what we're hearing from students, qualitative data, uh, we've heard from many students that, well, this really helped me figure out what I want to do, what I want to do when I go to college um, in terms of studying or what I want to do for a career. Um, it, and uh, throughout just growth in the five C's, uh, our students. So uh, we definitely lots of measures that are that are positive, and it does it does correlate over to uh, positive GPAs and, and grad rates and and uh, college readiness. I mean, you talked a little bit about the the life of these students and the careers, right? There's going to be we have to prepare them for multiple careers. Could you connect that preparation to? this framework called the Career Preparedness Systems Framework. I mean, you know, we're trying to build, intentionally build skills for these students to navigate this uh, very uncertain world of, of work that they're headed into. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, what I love about the Career Preparedness Systems Framework is that it's a very balanced approach to career education. So it's um, centered around three pillars, student voice and purpose, youth voice and purpose, um, technical skills, and then the 21st century skills are the five C's that I mentioned. And I think if we were doing too much of any one of those things, we would be moving in the wrong direction. If we were just focused on the five C's, students would still be kind of left with, okay, what am I going to do in terms of that, that technical, what's that career choice that I'm going to go for? Or potentially they're choosing a career without, without you know, having explored all the different options, without figuring out what they care about, where, where do they want to engage in the community, what problems do they want to solve. Um, so I think it, you know, it goes back to providing that balanced approach so students have that sense of agency as they make their choices uh, beyond high school, as they think about where they want to go as a career, rather than kind of having the jobs that, that fall their way and where they happen to end up to really you know, drive them to, to solve those problems out in the world that they, that they want to tackle through, their, through those career choices. Do you think, Scott, um, in terms of the feedback you're getting from the corporate folks or the nonprofit leaders, that our kids are because we have emphasized these uh, emotional intelligence, you know, we, the five C's and these soft skills, that they're coming in with um, a, 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 trans, a really solid uh, foundation in that, that they're aware of the five C's and the the corporate people are beginning to notice that? I, yeah, absolutely. Our, our business partners are consistently blown away by our students. They're just amazed at, um, you know, their work ethic, uh, their ability to communicate, their, their openness uh, to learn. Um, you know, our, our students are often participating in meetings with professionals. They're um, sometimes creating presentations and presenting to adults and, and doing an amazing job at it. Um, so I, I think our approach and, and focus around the five C's, student voice and purpose, technical skills. I think it's paying off. I think our our uh, our partners are are just amazed at the preparedness of our students. And these are typically our high school juniors, sometimes our younger students even that are participating in some of these programs. Could you talk about some of the specific experiences that they're getting in these internships? 
Yeah, absolutely. So we have you know a variety of business partners in in all sorts of fields: healthcare, nonprofits, um, tech companies, that sort of thing. I'm one of the more amazing experiences this last summer was uh, having some of our students work with eCadence, who is implementing our learning management system. But the, our students were able, a group of uh, students from uh, Cambridge Virtual Academy in our district, were able to become part of this, what's called an eCadence tech squad, and to work on the help desk documentation that was going to be uh, provided on the website for our teachers, for our parents, for our students to guide them in using this new learning management system. And the students actually got to experience the Agile framework, which uh, is used out, out in industry. It's a, it's a framework for guiding the work of a, of a team uh, with projects and tasks and um, opportunities to review and report out to the team. And the students really had that authentic experience of, of using that framework as, as they work through this project and, and just did an amazing job. And those things that they created, a lot of times in an internship, uh, students are creating something that's kind of uh, just for pretend or it's just a, pri a temporary project. Well, our students' work is actually posted on the help desk and, and is actually being used by eCadence. And uh, it's that sort of experience that uh, not only shows uh, what a great experience for students, but just how, how terrific our students are and, and the skills they bring to the internship experience. And, and learning how to navigate these virtual platforms, too. I mean, people think that... Um, everybody's going back to face-to-face, -to -face, but many of our business partners are not. They're in a hybrid mode, and it's expected that this next generation of um, workforce uh, young people need to be able to navigate different platforms virtually, be comfortable uh, in, in groups and leading projects and so forth. So kudos to you and the team for helping to make that happen. Could you, there, there's a lot of, uh, traditional sort of internships, uh, Kaiser would be one of them, which, uh, uh, I mean, just, you know, in running a hospital, right, there's just all kinds of uh, job opportunities. They're not all related to the medical field. But um, there's a lot of interest now in artificial intelligence. Could you share uh, some of the this new internship uh, uh, opportunity with this uh startup uh local ai in in irvine right so we uh we're gonna be able to launch some very innovative internships yeah absolutely i, I you know with artificial intelligence uh, we're really starting to see that that's that's something our students are going to have to have a working knowledge of regardless of the career field that they go into it's uh, you know it's touching on so many industries uh, but we have an opportunity uh, with a local company here in irvine local ai for uh, our students to be interns and to work with uh, work with that company, and what they do is they utilize actually video game technology, the uh, Unreal Engine, which is used in a lot of 3D games, to create data for artificial intelligence uh, for uh, things like uh, detecting emergency situations and and that sort of thing. So utilizing um, the the Unreal Engine to create synthetic data that the artificial intelligence uh, it can can use. Um, uh, to, to better itself uh, without having to use real-world data um, to do that and then to rely on it. So it really accelerates the learning um, along the way uh, for that system. So to have a couple of our students just right there on the front lines uh, and, and potentially more down the road uh, is just an amazing experience. And I think, um, you know, with their learning, I, I think all of our students are going to need to get a piece of this in terms of uh, grappling with this as they go out into the working world. 
So um, in the few minutes we have left, I mean, we've kind of talked about our business and nonprofit partners in these actual internships. The other piece that you touched upon are these uh, technical skills, the hard skills that work with uh, mainly the community colleges, right? Uh, so you have the internships and then you have the dual credit. Uh, could you uh, talk for a bit about how important that partnership is, aside from the business and nonprofit partnerships with the community college and creating these dual credit opportunities? Yeah, absolutely. Our, our partnerships with uh, with Cypress and Fullerton College in terms of, of, of that dual credit have been critical in, in developing our pathways. Um, yeah. our, our students, uh, as an example, in our cybersecurity pathway at Magnolia High School, are they're earning those college credits and high school credit. But on top of that, they're earning industry certifications that are used out, out in the world. And then we're adding in the Google certifications as well uh, to, to prepare our students. But you know, what's great about the community colleges is they like us. They're in tune with industry. They keep in touch. They keep up to date on the latest trends in industry. So they're going to bring that to the students uh, in these dual enrollment classes. And then when our students graduate from AUHSD, they're already on the pathway towards a certificate. And in some cases, our students could even have earned a certificate prior to uh, to graduation. And that's something that they could they could jump into a job uh, with uh, right off the bat at graduation. Um, it's a great way for them to work their way through college. If that's something they need to do, they're getting an entry level position that's that's far above what they could get without that experience, those credits, those certifications. You know, um, I, it, the, it's like uh, it's exciting just hearing about all these things that we're doing, but. Last, uh, you and I, you know, spoke about next, what's what's next, right? There's always something next with the AIM program and the work that you and your team are doing. And you talked about expanding the uh, externships to teachers, right? Uh, could you could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. We, we would love to um, expand the AIM program to help our teachers get out to industry and to keep up, as I mentioned, our 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 CTE teachers, they keep up on industry, industry trends, but we, we want all of our teachers to, to focus on career readiness. Our, our students are learning technical skills in their English classes, their science classes, uh, their visual performing arts classes. They're learning uh, the five C's and the technical skills in all of those classes. And uh, we would love to help our teachers um, learn about what's happening in the working world, um, keep up to date on the skills and things that they can bring back to their classroom. I think what it really does for the classroom is it helps make things relevant for the students, uh, which which makes everything better. It makes everything better for the teacher, the students. Um, it, it provides a purpose to uh, to the work that the students are doing. Not that it's not there now, but when a when a teacher can really connect it to uh, what's going on currently out in the workforce um, and some of the problems and and technical things that students are going to be uh, tackling, I, I think it uh, it just elevates uh, education in a big way. You know, I always love uh, chatting with you, Scott, because you and your team are always innovating. You're thinking of new new ideas and new ways to expand opportunities, not only for our students, but now you're talking about expanding opportunities for teachers. So that's awesome. Um, you know, we are out of time, so it goes by very fast. I said it would. And uh, on behalf of um, all of our kids and our entire district, Scott, uh, kudos to you and your team for helping to make so many opportunities come alive for our young people. Thank you so much. 
Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me, Mike.